you little plops. Welcome to episode 119 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by Carrie. It's cold outside. Yeah, it'd be snowing. It did, At least it did yesterday. 20 degrees, but don't let that fool you because that is a winter of deception. Mm-hmm. Because looking at the the future weather cast, mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be 60 degrees and raining on Christmas. I so sure did see that. Merry, yeah. cr- Merry Christmas. Yeah. How festive. How festive, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it was a winter weather advisory yesterday and I was out and the pharmacist I was with was like, oh, it says it's going to snow at 2.30. And I was like, or two o'clock. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to get home. So I got home at 1.50, no snow. Two o'clock, no snow. Uh, I heard the trash man at like 2.25. I look out there, no snow. 2.30 on the dot. Uh, just a blind, like, squall of snow that dumped, like, half an inch of snow in 10 minutes. And then it was done. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And I, I don't, <laughs> I we, like, oh, okay. we actually have a lot, a lot to talk about. So we can forego the witty, the witty banner segment yes. uh, portion of the program, uh, you know, but. I don't like my witty banner. No, I do like the witty banner. <laughs> but I will say, uh, real quickly, it is amazing how those weather apps can, like, give you hourly, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it used to be, if you wanted to know what the weather was, you just had to look out the window. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever. And, you know, people always made fun of how weathermen weren't correct, blah, blah, blah. But now you've got these apps that are like, can give you hourly, and they're usually right. Yeah. Like, it's going to rain for this long or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But alas, it's the weather, and it will always be here. It is. Um, But... Even though you got a new episode two Wednesdays ago, I wasn't here. No, you were not. I was in sunny California. Yes, you were. Which was, poss- no, I was, I was going to say maybe colder than it was here, but it was nicer than it was You were here. in Anaheim. I was. Yes. In Orange County. Yeah. The orangest of counties um, at a conference. But, you know, we did some other things that weren't at the conference. Did you feel that earthquake that they had out there? Uh, no, there was an earthquake right underneath our feet in Anaheim. That was a pretty, like three fairly point, significant. I think I read that because because when you were out there, they actually I saw an article about it, that it had happened, and they like ended up clearing out Disney for mm-hmm. a couple of hours because they had to check all the rides and everything. I think it said in the article I read it was like a three point five. Is that almost which is supposed to be one that yeah. you can feel? Because I almost texted you about it, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, we were at, um, where were we? We were at Roots Chris during the earthquake. So if it happened, I didn't feel it. And they must have some very sturdy bar chairs. Cause we were sitting at some weird, like we added one person to our reservation. So they didn't, I guess, have a big table for us, but they were like, there's this weird bar thing you could sit at that. I guess people just hang out at until their table's ready. Mm-hmm. So we sat there, but it was like way off the ground in these mm. giant chairs. But no, we did not feel the earthquake. Um, we didn't feel it when we were standing outside watching football. Didn't feel it. Weird. Never That's crazy. Yeah, because 3.5 is pretty... I mean, it's not huge, right? But it's enough... But I think you should be able to yeah. like, see stuff moving around. I think you should be enough to anymore. feel it and be like, whoa, what was that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Especially if you've never like experienced one or, or something like that, you would kind of be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that people were drinking, but it's possible <laughs> that maybe we had just had, you know, enough alcohol, mm. possibly, yeah. allegedly, mm. um, to not feel it. Hey, that's a know. conference, baby. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we weren't at the conference. It was after the conference. Sure. Who cares? Yeah. 
But yeah, it was a it was a good time. Uh, learned a lot at the conference, but no one cares about that. Um, lots of interesting food places. Um, we were always asking Uber drivers what to do. Uh, I didn't have to Uber to the conference because I stayed right next to it, but we would have to Uber back and forth to other things. Mm-hmm. So um, we found this place called the Anaheim Packing District. Okay. I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. But it's basically like a giant food hall. Oh, so, neat. Like what they tried to do at the summit mm-hmm. with that food hall thing. Yeah. Um, but in an actual city. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty cool. It used to be like an orange packing facility hmm. way back in the day, like a hundred years ago, maybe. Yeah. And, um, they would process like oranges and put them in the crates and huh. all that stuff there. So now it's just this, um, place you can go to. It has like a couple local maker shops in it, but in like the middle of it, it's giant and it's two stories and there's like a big bar right as you come in that people were hanging out in and there's probably 20 restaurants at least in it wow and these little food like stalls and it's all communal seating mm-hmm. so you can't just like get like little tables off to yourself you have to share mm-hmm. with everybody so it's tricky trying to get a table for like seven people mm-hmm. to sit together um, but we made it happen um but it was cool it had like all kinds of different foods asian food um i had poutine um there was pizza there was several different kinds of ice cream there was barbecue there was like a lot of mexican like authentic mexican stuff there anything you wanted was there um so it's pretty cool um somebody had anti-gravity noodles at this place that was oh so those are the ones. ones like they, they fry them right and then they like stand they look like they're standing up on their own yeah they're yeah. just yeah they're like noodles but i think they had like a chopstick stuck in or a fork stuck in a dog yeah. on uh-huh. because oh. like i've seen the ones floating. where they'll they'll fry them and then they'll look like they're floating i think you could probably do it several different ways i'm sure but yeah yeah i've, I've, I've seen that before i know what you're yeah. talking about it's pretty cool um yeah and they had some everything there was local there wasn't any chains or anything so it was pretty neat so we did that one night um we went to a fancy dinner at Ruth's Chris. How was that? Had you ever have you ever been to Ruth's Chris? Because there's yeah. there's one in Louisville, right? Still, I think. I think so, but uh, me and my mom went to one in uh, Destin. There was one in our resort. Oh, okay. We went to Destin a couple of years ago, so I had been before, but it was good. It's a it's a good it's a steakhouse. It's a steakhouse, and it's it's like with the like it's kind of like Tony's, right? Where yeah. they do the family sides or whatever, and. Yeah, it's just, I've, I've never been to one, mm-hmm. but I mean, the concept is pretty, I would say like... It's like Tony's or Jeffrey's. Yeah, u- or, universal for for most yeah. like kind of steakhouses, if, if, right? If you've been to one steakhouse like that, you've probably been to all of them. Yeah. Um, they might vary in their desserts or Ruth, something. Ruth's Chris, though, is kind of like one of the originals, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's been around for, it's been around for, for a minute. Like probably 70 years, 60 or 70 years, maybe. Been around for a long time, but it's good. It was good. Um, that's where our uh, boss took us as like a like a group outing. Our one big well, it wasn't our only one, but our fancy group outing, we should say, where we got dressed up. Um, but then I went to Disneyland one night after the conference because it was like a maybe a mile from the conference center. Um, that was really fun. I obviously I haven't been to California before, so I hadn't been to Disneyland. I have been to Disney World. Totally different places. Oh, yeah. Two different vibes. Um, I know some people 
back at work were like kind of hating on Disneyland. But I think it's it smaller. depends on what you want because they're like, it's trash because it's small. But like, yeah, but if you don't have like a whole solid week and just like thousands of dollars realistically to go to every single gigantic Disney park in Florida, which there's four of them. And if you're going to go, you might as well go to all four. Um, then yeah, do that. I mean, if you've got a bunch of little kids and they got to go to Epcot and or see if the you're one of those or, nut people who are so into Disney, you're going to get getting fights with other Disney adult gangs. That actually happens. Oh, I know. Like that's a real thing. Disney adults are They're, a group of their own. It's very strange. And, I mean, I say that as an adult who just went to Disneyland, but yeah, I'm not but at Disneyland. It, that's different. There's a difference. <laughs> I have a curiosity about Disneyland. Honestly, if you were a Disney adult, I'm not sure I could be friends with you. I'm not kidding. I'd like, it's... And you know what? <laughs> I, I applaud people who have hobbies and who have interests and like to collect things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if, you know, Sarah's been in my house enough times to know that I live in constant bourbon world. What? Um but but you know there's there's a point where it's like okay we need to take a step back let's analyze <laughs> right? ourselves what are we doing yeah yeah exactly uh, so yeah that's not me although i will say i did come back with disney merch mostly out of necessity um mm-hmm. the weather there all week actually i loved the weather there if that could be kentucky weather at any point in time Yes, that made that weather made me want to like spend a lot of time in California. Although I realize in the summer it's probably not like that, but it was. Well, actually, I think it is. I think it's a fairly it's a fairly temp- temperate climate. Humid. Yeah, the humidity gets me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a fairly t- more temperate climate out there. It's really stupid humid here, which makes me split a lot and it makes my hair get all crinkly and gross. In California, there is no humidity, and it was amazing. I didn't sweat not one drop the whole week, and I walked around Disneyland. I was actually cold at Disneyland. I think it was in the fifties. So you had you had to buy a, a shirt, buy a shirt. Right? Well, a shirt or whatever. The world's most expensive shirt. It was eighty dollars. That's crazy for a pullover, like long sleeve tee. Yeah, um, but. It was pretty cool, though. It was. It's not like scream. It kind of is screaming Disneyland. It says Disneyland really big across the back, but the front is just black and it just has like a D on it. Oh, that's that's not bad. So if you saw that's me right. from the front, yeah, 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 inconspicuous. If you got behind me. So now, did you do? Because I think we talked about this before you left, and I'm not sure. We, I don't think we talked about it on the show. Maybe we did. I, I can't. I, who can remember? I don't. Um, but did you get do the food pass thing? Mm-mm. You didn't do that. You didn't end up doing that. No, we got there at like three thirty in the afternoon. What time did they close? Like eleven midnight. Oh, okay. We were there till eleven. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying about the size of the park. It's small, but it's good because everything is next to each other. Mm-hmm. Anything that you could want, you it's just like a fiber, maybe ten minute walk if you're walking across the park. So it's small, it's doable. The lines were not long. Um, a lot of people there, but not peak like what it would be on a weekend, I would imagine. Um, it, there was hardly any wait. and I think the longest line we waited in was for It's a Small World. And we waited 30 minutes for that, which honestly, some people wait three hours for rides. Everything else, we almost either walked right up into and got on a ride or only waited like 10 minutes. 
So that was good. We had some food. Went to one of the cafes and had a fried chicken dinner because we were curious about what the fried chicken at Disneyland tasted like. Tasted like fried chicken. <laughs> like KFC's original. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe I like a, a more craggly mm-hmm. skin on my mm-hmm. fried chicken. But it was good. It was fine. It was a country dinner. That How much was it? Do you remember? 15 or 20 bucks. Oh, that's not terrible. Maybe 20. Okay. Yeah, and it was like a cafeteria yeah. style thing. Um, so it wasn't bad. The food stuff wasn't... I don't remember anything being egregiously expensive. Um, we did try... I did... My friend Melissa went with me, and I made her try to find a couple of the holiday type stuff. So we were standing in line looking to see what was what. Um, we found the holiday gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cute. It was like a little... I'll post pictures of them on Instagram. It was a little red velvet cookie. And then the gray stuff is just mousse, like gray mousse. Um, that was all piled up. But when you And it had little decorations on it, like a Christmas tree. But when you cut into it, it was a red velvet cupcake. And it had a little raspberry on top. Huh. And then they had um, a chocolate and mint cold brew. Mm. That was real minty and real strong on the cold brew. So, if you're into that, that was good. I mean, I was, but it was really concentrated and it was like 7.30 at night. <laughs> so, we didn't drink at all. Um, rode a bunch of rides. Not really any roller coasters, because she was not into roller coasters. But we read all, rode all the little kid rides. Went in a little Finding Nemo submarine that actually went into the water. Huh. Like, they've got, like, a big lake that you go down into, and it just, like, takes you in a circle. Oh, all right. Um, there's a lot of water rides like that where you just kind of get in and float around. Um, a lot of really short rides that just tell you the story mm-hmm. of the yeah. all the things. Um, what else did we do? Oh, we climbed to the top of the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Okay. That was kind of cool. Um, they We rode Pirates of the Caribbean. That one ended up being kind of roller coastery, but um, that was really fun. Um, they have parades every three hours. So yeah. They watch the Christmas parade. I mean, parade. it's pretty typical. I mean, it's Disney, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there was, we only went to one park. They have two parks. Mm. Um, but you was, went to the original Yeah, we Disneyland. went to Disneyland yeah. Park. They have California Adventure, too, which is, I think, the original, original park. Okay. Like the old one from the 50s. Um, and I think that's where, um... It's not, I don't think Star, I think we were at the one that Star Wars is in, we just didn't go to it. Um, oh, is this a Star Wars? I thought there was, I thought Star Wars was only in Florida. No. Oh, there's one in, in California too? Yeah, but I think it's in California Adventure. Um, they have, or maybe that's the Marvel. No, the Marvel campus is there. Yeah, because I was going to say Star, Star, Wars, Star Wars. Well, Star Wars is in Disneyland. Oh, okay. But we just didn't go to gotcha. it. Gotcha. But okay. um, they have a whole Marvel campus in California. Uh, I see. Um, so we had some of the food. Oh, we had skewers. We had beef skewers. The okay. New Orleans section. Uh-huh. So we just kind of nibbled around on different foods. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, if you're in Southern California and you're looking for... Eight or ten hours to kill. How much was the ticket to get in? A hundred and fifty-four dollars. Yeah, I which, mean, I mean, that's the going I, rate. That's it. It's even, even yeah. more expensive on the weekend. Right. It was going to be an extra sixty-five to go to both parks, but we wouldn't have had time to do both sure. parks going yeah. that late in the afternoon. Yeah. But that was good. We went to the beach. Yeah. We stayed an extra day and went to two beaches. So we Ubered to Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. And um, 
if you're a fan of Arrested Development, you know that it takes place in Newport Beach. The money is in the banana stand. There's money in the banana stand. <laughs> and we were trying to find the banana stand, but that it, that it, banana stand was somewhere else. That it they burned down. It burned down, though. <laughs> but they built it back. The money is in the banana stand. There's $165,000 <laughs> on the banana stand. <laughs> there's, there's money in no the banana No touching. <laughs> uh, so we just wandered around Newport Beach going, no touching. <laughs> um, but, I mean, they really do have frozen bananas mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, Every little stall that you walk by on the beach, like a bunch of them had frozen bananas. So it is a thing. Um, we had brunch at this random lighthouse um, that had authentic chili killings. Oh, chili you know chili killings. Killings. You know I love a wild eggs chili killings. Chili No offense to wild eggs, and I had one the other sure, day. Sure, sure, sure. But quick. I mean, this but this, this one right, was in Southern California. Super authentic. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. It came with steak. And it was Ooh. the bomb. It was so good. Okay. Um, <laughs> we went. I was going to say, you had a donut. <laughs> you you had a donut. I mean, uh, I bought two donuts. I only had one of them. <laughs> yes, it's embarrassing on my part. It's the most touristy thing that's ever happened to me. I'm still laughing about it. I wish you had video of it. I honestly well, do. Well, that guy at the beach probably does. I'm sure we're on TikTok somewhere. <laughs> um yeah, some guy was video. I think he was videoing us, but he was like doubled over, holding his phone up, like doubled over laughing, which I'll, he should have. Sure. he sh- I would have, but um, we thought it would be cute. But there's a little donut store right on the beach, and it was run by like two little like uh, Korean ladies, and they made all the donuts in the back. They looked picturesque. Just like you would imagine a donut to look. And then they had all these like coffee drinks and like Thai teas and love a Thai tea. So we all went in, we got a drink and a donut, and we were walking around. And Melissa says, Oh my God, we should take one of those Instagram pictures where we sit like and hold our donuts up to the ocean. And it looks like we're like eating donuts on the ocean. So we start to take our donuts out of our little bags. And as soon as we do, wham, a seagull comes by and eats both of them right out of our hands. <laughs> I think Melissa was in shock for like the rest of the day. Would, she might still be in shock. I would have laughed so I hard. I was crying laughing. Like, <laughs> like for a second, I was like, oh my God. And then I just cried laughing. Like, <laughs> I laughed for so long. Uh, so we had to go buy more donuts. And then um, we had to, you have to hold them in the bag and mm-hmm. just eat like one little bite. Didn't you time. say that then you, you watched the seagulls just like fight over the yes, donuts? Yes, like 30 seagulls descended upon two donuts and it was like a dead body had appeared on the <laughs> shore or something. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really funny. And I mean, I laugh at myself. Um, some people were like tore up. And that one guy was just like, what a bunch of tourists. And yeah, we were. You know what? Usually, if I if I travel somewhere, I don't like to look the tourist, but it's the beach. I obviously look like I don't belong at the beach, so clearly I don't live there. But um, anyway, after that debacle, we did walk out on the pier and look out and watch the people surf mm-hmm. and see the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. which is nice. I've never seen it. Okay. I've been to the Atlantic Ocean mm-hmm. and the Gulf, but mm-hmm. I've never been to the Pacific. So did I got all my pictures of the Pacific. Does it look like an ocean? It looked like a no show. Yeah. It's not as blue as like the Gulf, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it was like way down there, so I didn't oh. touch the water. Anymore. Fair. Yeah. And I had tennis shoes on. I didn't want to walk in the sand. And then we went to, after that, we went to Laguna Beach. Okay. You know, like the show. Yeah. Laguna Beach. Yep. Um, we were told there would be lots of rich looking cars there, and there were tons of them. Okay. Maseratis, yeah. and Bentleys. Mm hmm. 
Ferraris, uh, you name it. They had a dealership there, and people were driving them. Big giant houses up on like on the mountains, and what was really pretty. Maybe I don't know why I didn't think this to be. I'm familiar enough with California from like culture or whatever, like TV. The OC. Yeah. Well, I never really watched the OC, but you know, like yeah, how know. it's yeah, yeah. so like ingrained in our culture, like sure. California, California. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cool to like go out there and you see the beach and the ocean here, and then there's mountains mm-hmm. like right behind you. It's really mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah. Um, even I don't know if I'd go back to like Orange County per se, but to go to other parts of California, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but we drove past a really, really pretty state park that was like a bunch of greenery, and then it like opened right up onto the beach, like down the highway. Um, and then we ate at this local place that served seafood on the ocean, and it had a bunch of like local art that you could buy too. Um, but we were told by every Uber driver we ever had that you have to see the sunset on Laguna Beach, and because you can see Catalina Island mm. from there in the background. Mm-hmm. From the Catalina Ethan wine mixer. I do love me some Catalina dressing. Um, but yeah, so it was good. It was a it was a really pretty sunset, and it was a really fun day, and I I enjoyed my trip. There. Nice. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad you had a good. I'm glad it was a good conference. Yeah. You know, obviously you went for the conference. We went for the conference. But it was yes. also nice that you were able to go and experience some other things, and then stay a little bit longer mm-hmm. to go and look at some other stuff too. Yeah. And eat some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was all good. Um, would love to go back to California. Um, to several different places in California. Um, Do you eat any airport food? I mean, McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, we had Popeyes. I had McDonald's twice, and then we had Popeyes okay. when we got back to Atlanta. But the airport, that's the other thing. I'm like uh, some prehistoric creature that only <laughs> travels by car. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I haven't been on a plane since I was in college, and that was almost 20 years ago, Yeah, if you can believe um so this was my first time being on a plane in yeah like 20 years so that was a new experience um it wasn't new it was just one i haven't Dif- done. different different than, yeah for sure but um going there real bumpy coming back pretty awesome that's good yeah so it was a good flight coming home except for the one thing you don't want to hear at six forty-five in the morning pst uh, attention, folks. We're delayed for yeah. a few minutes because there's hydraulic fluid leaking onto the wheel. Oh. Uh, may or may not be fixed soon. Maybe we'll stay on the plane. Maybe we'll get off. Not nice. sure. I'll let you know. That's uh, Yeah, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> and I was like, good. We're going to die at 7 a.m. Well. Uh, but they fixed it. And then we made it to Atlanta. We did not die. Spoiler alert. And there was no bumpiness or shenanigans. or. They feed you on the plane? Um... We got, you get free snacks. Okay. Um, I, I figured like a, cause it was what, a three hour flight? It was a four hour Four hours. Flight and a six hour flight. There. Okay. Cause, but, you, cause usually they'll, they'll give you like a sandwich or some kind of meal I mean, or something. You can buy one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that, that's where we are now? Well, I guess depending on what kind of tickets you have, but I'll just oh. let you know, UK only pays for main <laughs> cabin. Okay. Which is, you know, not the worst seat. It's the second to worst seat. Gotcha. So they won't let you go economy. Really? Yeah. You can only go main cabin or the one above it. Huh. It depends on how business much Business class? I think it's business class. Maybe. But or economy plus or something? Yeah, there's economy plus. Yeah, it's main cabin or economy plus, but you only get so much money. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but you could buy like a little sandwich box or 
whatever that had like a little meal in it, but it seemed like it was $4,800. Yep. I'm fine. I smuggled a bag of M&M's on at one point yeah. and had my little snack. I brought McDonald's on. And yeah, nobody one cares. Flight, yeah. Once you get past the gate, you can bring whatever you want on the plane. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I mean, Mc- within reason. Anything you want to eat. <laughs> so I had a big bag of fries shoved in my seat in front of me on the way, but it was so turbulent from Atlanta to Santa Ana that I was like, nah, I'm good. I did find out about myself. When I was a kid, I used to get really car sick mm-hmm. unless I sat in the front seat with the window down. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was over that. But, uh, um, apparently, when I'm taking off on an airplane and looking down, he comes back. Uh, I didn't throw up or anything. No, it was just always, like a, I'm slightly nauseous and I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because I'm nervous or if it's because probably this both. plane is looking down but Probably, on, yeah on the way back i just like sat looking that's what i do look, uh, you look like, straight forward and then i have both <laughs> i have both air things pointed on me on full blast yeah i don't care what kind of recirculated air it is i gotta have that air because mm-hmm. i do because i'm just like i gotta open a window can we open a window <laughs> somebody for the love of god please open a window <laughs> well what kind of and it wasn't most of the three quarters of the time on the plane it was not hot but those little stupid reading lights are like Uh, a flame uh right above your head and the guy sitting next to me on the way like the long trip there was going to the conference too and he wouldn't stop talking to me first of all like i don't know you you seem that's my purse i don't know you basically i was like i think you're nice but you can't trust anybody out here in these streets um so i don't and he was like trying to ask me where i was staying and i lied and said i couldn't remember mm-hmm. uh i was like oh my friends are here they know um uh, but i saw that guy several times at the conference but he had the stupid reading light on for oh, six straight hours yeah on his laptop and then it was like burning a hole and i was pouring sweat yeah but other than that, oh, that was good. i watched his creek all right had some m&ms yeah drank some there you go Diet Coke. that's all you can ask for sun chips it's a good day. That's all you can ask for. Yep. Oh, good. I'm glad it was a good time, man. I'm glad you were able to like eat food and do stuff other stuff other than conference things. Yeah. 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 So while you were doing that, mm-hmm. I stayed home. Well, in Kentucky anyway. Yeah. And uh, we went to Louisville to uh, Edward Lee, who is a big time famous yeah. TV personality type chef person. now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on Top Chef. He's got his own TV show. He had his own TV shows. He writes books. He's, you know, he's he's one of these dudes who's a celebrity chef now, basically, yeah. right? And uh, he's got a restaurant in Louisville called 610, 610 Magnolia. Okay. And uh, we ended up going there uh, for their special game, big game meet dinner. Oh. Right? Interesting. And they actually had three of these special dinners, uh... Throughout the fall, they had a vegetarian one, a pescatarian one, and then this big game meat dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we went down there, and uh, the place is super unassuming. Like, it's literally like this little house that's basically just got like a sign out front that says 610 Magnolia. Huh. Super unassuming. That's cool. But I will say, I really like the concept mm-hmm. because when they seat 30, 30 tables, and that's it. Wow. There's no turnover. Once you're there, you're there. That's cool. 
And the hostess, the I guess, well, I guess I would call her like the general manager person because she was the one that John was communicating with over email. Okay. Uh-huh. And she was there. And she came over and talked to us. And yeah, she said that once you're there, that table is your table for the whole night. That's cool. And like even, I think they like close at 9 maybe or 9.30, something like that. Mm-hmm. But like they don't kick you out. Like they don't just make you leave or whatever. They right? probably just stop serving food or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or or you know, depending how the court, the um the dinner's been paced and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, who knows? But yeah, I really like that concept. They seat thirty tables a night. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So once you're there, you're there. Okay. And like they had a bar, but there was nobody sitting at the bar. The bar was solely there for I guess them to Aesthetics. make drinks and stuff like that, right? Um. So so yeah so. Uh, we got there, and actually, they handed us the wrong menu to begin with, which we should have taken a picture of because I want because it was the regular menu and mm-hmm. not the special menu. Because I want to go, I want to go back actually and try the regular menu. I was going to ask if you can go there just on the rig. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, obviously, you want to make a reservation, sure, right? Um, but yes, they do have a regular menu. So we had. Let me see if I can read this without any assistance here so we had an amuse bouche that was miso chicken liver mousse mini buttermilk biscuit gooseberry and green apple it was amazing sounds good and you know amuse bouche is just the one bite yeah and i was like can i have more of this please (laughs) (laughs) so then we had a beef carpaccio pastrami spice white kimchi pickled mustard seed and russian dressing Nice. it was supposed to evoke like a reuben Mm -hmm. and it really did yeah, oh, it, it did. That. Yeah. So then we had smoked quail with spoon bread and cream cabbage and house barbecue. And that smoked quail was amazing. I don't know how they got all the smokiness into the quail, <laughs> but it it was like the smoke was just like permeating. It was really good. That sounds amazing so yeah. far. So then we had seared pork belly with go, goji jang, which okay. is like a... Bean, bean paste. paste. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Sticky rice, watermelon radish, sesame long beans. Okay. Then, this was my favorite of the whole entire meal. Oh my God, this is so good. Then we had lek, neck, lamb neck birria pot sticker, crispy cheese, broth, pickled red onion, and cilantro. And the guy, the chef who actually made this, came out to our table and like gave it to us and talked to us about it or whatever. Oh my God. The lamb flavor on this was so intense, and the the lamb flavor in the broth, like you know, birria, because it's that slow roasted pork and yeah. or, or beef or whatever, and you get the jus, yeah. and it's supposed to be really. This was beyond like this is beyond any birria that I've ever had. Wow. It was delicious. And then we had elk tenderloin, okay. celery root, baby spinach, garlic, uh, and some kind of berry jus. Which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last course of the night was super disappointing. I'm Aww. just going to say it. And Dang. once I said what I said about it, John was like, well, now I can't get that in my <sighs> head. It honestly felt like something. It wasn't bad. It didn't taste bad. It was good. But after everything that we had had up to the, that point, it mm-hmm. honestly felt like something that I was could have made out of a, a Blue Apron box. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. And that was a roasted pheasant, sweet potato, sunchoke, golden raisin, broccoli hunter, uh, broccolini and hunter sauce. Mm. And it was, like I said, it was good, but it was after everything that we'd had up to that point, it was kind of pedestrian. You know what I'm saying? 
And then finally for dessert, we had goat cheese, uh, cheese goat cheesecake with chestnut crust and a fig blackberry, which is absolutely delicious. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to like easy back down off of that like high of <laughs> Oh my god. I just I can't describe a refractory period after that. <laughs> Seriously, I, I really honestly cannot describe like how amazing. so I actually have a picture of it I can show you. Yeah. Let me find it here. We love a picture on a podcast. <laughs> it's just for me, folks. You can't see it. That's right. But see, okay, now I'll show you the pheasant dish. Ooh. But see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, the taste was a little, oh, it was okay. Let's sure. find these pot stickers now. Yeah, these were the pot stickers. But look how dark that broth is. Wow. Like that, that's, it was just super, super intense. Yeah, you know that's got like a ton of umami. Oh, it, it did. It was insane. So... I was very happy. It was it was delicious, and actually, Edward Lee was there, oh. and actually came around to everybody's table and said hello. Surprisingly enough, that's cool. That sounds like an awesome experience. Yeah, it was good. And like I said, I would love to go back just uh, to to try their regular menu. Do they have any more of those like special dinners? So John John's on an email list now. Mm-hmm. So if they do, then because our waiter actually said that the vegetarian dinner was really good. Yeah, because they had to really try. To make, you know, you can't just throw vegetables on a plate. I mean, you really had to try to make a vegetarian dish that would kind of like mimic, you know, almost mimic the dishes that we had just had with the meat. Yeah, like elevated, like vegetarian things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's interesting, like, how these, like, chefs like that can think of such creative things to do with, like, things you wouldn't ever think about. Like, who's ever thinking about eating the lamb's neck? Right. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I will say too, and John and I kind of talked about this while we were at the restaurant, it's not stuffy at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all, right? But I was telling John, I think nowadays, like most chefs don't care what you're wearing to their establishment because it's all about the food. Yeah. Right? Is all this kind of suit tie stuff. I mean, that's, that's in the past. Right? For that's sure. kind of everything. I mean, I you could like dress that. up if you wanted to, right? right? And I mean, I didn't look like a slob or anything yeah. by any means, but at the same time, you don't have to wear a tux or something crazy. You <laughs> have wear your ball gown in there. No, for real, yeah. because it's about the food. Right? right? No, they don't care what you what you look like, but they, it's all about the food experience. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like the food scene, like more and more, the people that are in it, like everybody just kind of looks like. Yeah, they don't care because it's all because it's all about the food and conceptualization of dishes and that kind of thing. Yeah, which is like refreshing in itself too. That it's it's like you said, it's not stuffy, but it used to be like. I don't know, even 20 years ago, I'd say, like, going to a fine dining restaurant like that would be super stuffy. Right, and, like, yeah. Uppity, and only certain people For sure. Yeah, no. Now this is kind of like, and I'm not saying it, it, it ain't cheap. No. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> but it's certainly more accessible than it would be. It is. To, like, in the past. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And I will say also, so as good as that was, and highly recommend, and definitely want to go back for the regular menu. Sure. Uh, because obviously, their regular menu changes seasonally. Yeah. Um. We went for brunch to some place off of Shelbyville Road that I believe was called House of Marigold, I think is what it was called. Hmm. It was very, John was making fun of it because when you walked in, it was very like hallmarky girls brunch Mm -hmm. type of place. But we went there. That place? Yep. 
House of Marigold. Yeah. We went there oh, looks fun. because they, and I took one for the team. They have an appetizer that's make your own deviled eggs. Ooh. Build your own deviled eggs. So because I didn't want John to have to eat six eggs by himself, although I'm sure he could have, <laughs> I took two for the team. I yeah. was not happy about it, but I did it. So what it is, is they bring you the deviled egg, okay. right? So it's got the egg with the deviled egg filling. Yeah. Then they bring you, and it's in this this big, long, like, specifically made tray for this. Uh-huh. Then you've got, like, bacon bits and everything bagel seasoning and green onions and um, cheese and, and, like, a couple, four, five, eight toppings or something like that that you can dress up your bacon bits and you can dress up your deviled egg with. Hmm. Were they big eggs they, or were they just I mean, regular size? They're regular size. Huh. Interesting. That, I've never thought about that. Yeah. That's intriguing. Unlike you, I love a deviled egg. Right. I, I would have gotten one of those on my own. And I got their croissant <laughs> breakfast sandwich, which was very delicious. But, um, yeah, we went there specifically so John could get the dang deviled eggs. And he, I mean, he enjoyed them. I was going to say, was he I, happy? I choked them down, but, you know, because, I mean, six is a lot. <laughs> nah, it's not enough. He really. said he could have done it, but, you know. I mean, I would have gladly done it, but you wouldn't have wanted to be around me for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. It probably would have been worth it. Cool. It was it was dev- it was a nice little place though. But John kept saying, "Yeah, that guy got drug here, and that guy got drug <laughs> here." It, it was it was it was kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. I was uh, looking at pictures of the food on there while you were talking about it. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it was it was tasty. It was good. But yeah, definitely. You know, if you're if you're looking for somewhere like that's high end to go, um, and you don't mind driving to Louisville, I definitely recommend checking out. 610 Magnolia. It was nice. totally worth it. So you guys spent the night there too? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we stayed in New Wu. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the hotel was. It was it was nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, it sounds like a nice little uh, week or uh, one night getaway in Louisville. There yeah, before. it was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and you know what else is nice? Everybody, Everybody wants to try some food. And try some food, will we? Um, so you're familiar with our little snack crate experiment. Um, got another one. I actually got two. I don't... I kind of know how it happened. But I thought I canceled one. I guess I didn't. Well, we'll have another one for another time. Um, but this is the holiday box. So they have one... It's not one specific country. This is holiday snacks from around the world. Right. And it's got a mix Mostly of... Europe. Yeah, it's got it's got a mix of Christmas, Christmas and Hanukkah. Uh, Christmas, Christmas and Hanukkah. Christmaka. Christmaka. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it's like a Christmaka box. Yeah, there's a few Hanukkah little thingies in mm-hmm. here. Like there's some little uh, dreidel oodles. They're called. There's two of those. There's blue raspberry, and then this one doesn't have a name on it, but it's got a bunch of berries on it's it. fruit so i say, it's, say it's fruity it's mixed berries yeah that's what i would say um they look like nerds or i was thinking dipping dots oh okay um they don't taste like that Mm-mm. they're chewy we, yeah they're real chewy like laffy taffy chewy mm-hmm. so we already tried some of yeah. these not bad they're not bad but they're like stick to your teeth pretty good um 
So if you don't love things together. Well, and we decided that it was better not to try to eat them while we were trying to talk. Yeah, I felt like a dog with like peanut butter in the roof of my mouth. And that's not good for a podcast. They also sent some uh, chocolate coins, you know. Those are always fun. Yeah, we always love those. Like those? For our Hanukkah times. Yeah. That's for our Hanukkah Really for any time. I just like chocolate coins. I I think they're fun. you can't go wrong with the chocolate coins. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, We also have, where do we start? Well, let's just, let's start from the back here. Oh, you know what? You okay? Hold them I'll up. hold them up, the and then you read the description in the book. Okay, that's what. Fine. That's that's how we'll roll wanna, with this. Or do we want to start with the, what they got in the front of the book? Um, yeah, that's probably let's yeah. let's, let's just let's go, let's go T to B from the book. Okay, that that'll work. Okay, there's some facts here. Um, did you know Santa has 31 hours of Christmas to work with, thanks to the different time zones and the Earth's rotation? If he travels east to west, this works out to 822.6 visits per second to complete his gift delivery duties. So it's one efficient man up there. And it's like, he ain't slacking. Also, in Norway, it is a tradition for people to hide their brooms on Christmas Eve before going to bed. It was believed that witches and various mischievous spirits would steal brooms from households in order to ride them on Christmas Eve. Witches. Very Halloween-y. I like this. In Romania, carolers dress in bear costumes and dance on New Year's Eve in order to drive away evil spirits and help enrich the soil for the new year. And in Austria, Krampus comes and visits the children. But unlike Santa, he is not welcome. Krampus seeks out only naughty children to punish them and take them away with him in his sack. <laughs> if you weren't aware of the horror the movie Krampus. Chris, there's tons of Krampus horror movies, yeah. so many of them. Okay, so we'll start in order. Okay. Guess, what's in the book. So, first from the UK, we have Saver Smith's Crisps. So, these are Christmas ham and umami truffle glaze potato chips. They definitely deliver. Yes, it says, give your taste buds the indulgence of luxury by trying these Christmas ham and umami truffle glaze flavored potato chips. I mean, they definitely bring the ham and the umami. It's a, like, it's got a smack of ham to it. It does. To bring it back to the rest of it. A little salty for me, but good. I like them. They invoked some uh, nice family members for me. Um, my whole childhood, my dad hosted a ham dinner for all of our family and friends and his uh, police co-workers. And he spent a whole entire week uh, smoking a ham in our garage. So it smelled like ham for a long time at our house. Uh, but it was nice. And it tastes, those chips taste like just like a country ham. So. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not complaining about them. It just... I'm just it not might be so, swollen up in the morning. I'm just not a salt person. So, yeah. But no, the taste of them is good. I yeah. like the taste. And then next up from Hawaii, we have candy cane cookies. Mm-hmm. These Hawaiian shortbread cookies are perfect for anyone who loves a delectable treat. Made with fresh ingredients that have a crispy and buttery texture that melts in your mouth. Yeah, they're okay. I'm not a huge candy cane person. Mm. Um, that's just a hint of candy cane, but yeah, they're, they're all right. Probably not my favorite on the table. Yeah, they're like little butter cookies. Yeah. like like little tiny bite-sized ones. I liked them. It looks like they got all this This particular this diamond bakery um, has a bunch of different uh, flavors of these type these oh, nice. cookies. Not just This is just a holiday flavor, right? So. Yeah. Um, next, we had those oodles that we already talked about. So that I'll just read what that was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. A big hit with kids during Hanukkah. These sweet and tangy fruit chews from Israel are loaded with flavor and come with unique dreidel-shaped packaging. So there was two of those in there. Um, the next thing is from the UK again. This is Christmas pudding popcorn. 
uh, tired of baking? Taste one of the UK's most beloved holiday desserts without the hassle of making it yourself. This delectable treat truly pops with flavor. I think it's good. It's got like a vanilla, yeah. cinnamony, Christmassy flavor. Maybe a little clovey at the very end. Yeah. And on the package, it says less than 120 calories, gluten free, and vegan. Well, that just hits all the marks for all the our uh, diet conscious people out there. Okay. The next one. This one was pretty. This was not what I expected. Um, from Germany, this is Kit Kat Festive Friends. Have you tried your Kit Kat? Yet? I did. I tried mine too. Um, we've been eating a lot of these throughout. Um, individually wrapped Santas and festive shapes made from smooth, creamy milk chocolate with a crispy wafer and chocolate center. Festive shapes could include a penguin, a Christmas tree, elf, Santa, or a bobble. What's bobble? A bobble's like a, a ornament. Oh. Um, it wasn't like wafery like an American Mm-mm. Kit Kat. Like Not at just, all. It was almost like a crackle or like a... I thought it was just a chocolate piece. Oh, like, it, mine had little crackles. Oh, my, uh, mine didn't. It's almost like a, like a Nestle Crunch bar. I got a present. obviously better. Oh yeah, this chocolate, all this chocolate stuff is just on another level. Yeah, we got the premium chocolate in this piece. Um, Next, from Belgium, we have St. Nicholas Biscuits. So these are uh, Lotus Biscock Biscuits. These St. Nicholas Biscuits are spiced with Lotus's signature caramel flavor, offering the perfect taste and shape to bring in the holiday season. It's a Biscoff. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Would, you know, they make a good cookie butter. They do. Also, they were serving those on the plane. Yeah, there you go. Um, up next, <laughs> this is Carrie's favorite from Sweden. Cloetta plop, plopskum, plop. Uh, Sweden's popular holiday foam julskum, but with a twist. Smooth milk chocolate on the outside coats an oozing layer of strawberry delight. Very good. I like them. Yeah, I like them too. I'm gonna have another one here in a minute. Um, from Germany, we have a Milka Santa Claus. So the Milka brand uh, chocolate, mm. a decadent and rich. <clears throat> excuse me. Santa-shaped stocking stuffer from Germany. He's hollow. Yeah, it's just a little chocolate, hollow chocolate Santa. So good. With the good chocolate. Chocolate is so good. Yeah, and Milka is like some real good quality chocolate from over yonder. Um, Again, from Sweden. um, I'm going to mess this name up. We have Aroma Skumtomtar. Yeah. Skum tumtar, popular Swedish holiday candies, shaped like marshmallows in the form of gnomes. They smelled like circus peanuts. Mm-hmm. They taste like strawberry circus peanuts. Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. They're, they're, I don't hate them. They're chewier, though. Yeah, they're like a super dense Yeah, they're, they're they're pretty chewy. No, they're, they're, I thought they were decent. Yeah. From Spain, we have Vidal gummies. Ooh, I really liked these. Yeah, I had, I've had both uh, the blue one and the white one. Mm-hmm. They're so both good. I, the blue one's... For sure, blue raspberry. Yeah. Like the blow pop blue yeah. raspberry. The no. white one, I couldn't figure out what that flavor is. I like the texture of these. Vanilla. Because they're, the they're a soft gummy. Yeah, they're kind of like, there's gummies here that are just like this. Kind of like trolley, mm-hmm. or trolley yeah. sour worms, that consistency. Trolley, trolley, trolley. Um, and then these festive gummies from Spain, that might just be the squishiest, yummiest gummies ever. They're pretty good. Enjoy any of the three most popular flavors. Uh, glitter snowflakes, which is what we have. Mm-hmm. Christmas trees or snowmen. Oh. Okay, what else we got, y'all? Um, from Germany, we've got Lebkuchen Breslin. Breslin? Le- Lebkuchen Breslin. Breslin? It's cre- it's pretzel. Oh, uh, the pretzel. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Brazil. Okay. Brazil. Co- cozy up for the holidays with this traditional German snack featuring a chewy gingerbread pretzel coated with rich dark chocolate. 
I liked it. I'm not a huge gingerbread fan, mm-hmm. and this it's 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 okay. It wouldn't be my hundred percent go to, and I think we can go and we can like rate what we like our tops sure. or whatever when we get done here mm-hmm. with the book. But um, it's okay. I think the chocolate helps to cut some of that gingerbread. Yeah, because it's some good dark chocolate. Yeah, it is. Um, I was anticipating just it being a dark chocolate pretzel, hard right? pretzel. Yeah. So I went to bite in and was like, <laughs> and then hit my teeth together. I was like, oh my god, that's soft. Um, I liked it. I I like gingerbread quite a bit. I don't like a super like. I'm not. I don't want 100% ginger, but like yeah. a lot of ginger is good. I love a ginger ale, a ginger whatever. I had a gingerbread drink earlier today. I'm into it. Um, we have the chocolate coins, Carmen chocolate coins. Yep. A traditional Israeli treat, often mm-hmm. distributed to children to enhance their enjoyment of Hanukkah. Chocolate coins are often used in place of money or dreidels, games, or for a con- for a Hanukkah guilt, which is Yiddish for money. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. And then finally, we have our drink. Can't can't do a box without a drink. This is from Sweden too. So this is um, Jewel Must. So it's um, the like brand is Trocadero um, hmm. for their drink, but this is their Jewel Must um, variety, I guess. Uh-huh. It's all in Swedish on the can. But this says, and we go to the website also in Swedish. Um, <laughs> had to translate it. A true Swedish holiday favorite, this unique soda is blended with the perfect mix of a lovely Coca-Cola and refreshing root beer flavors. But what they don't tell you in here is that it's supposed to be orange and apple flavor when I looked it up. Um, but what did you think of it? Honestly, so I had two little... T- I'll take some more. Yeah, I had two, two, now three little pours of it. I get a nose of fruit a hint of fruit, but I'm not tasting anything. I get a little nose of bourbon, if we're being quite honest. Well, this glass is clean. Okay. No, I mean in this can. Oh. I get it. Now I'm getting a little bit more fruit, like more apple. Yeah. So the finally the third pour, I'm... <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> You're going to suck it up your nose? <laughs> yeah. What better way to taste it? That's true. Um, it's, it's okay. I like it. It's not my... It, yeah, it's fine. I'm into it. I like it quite a bit. Um, it it's definitely cola y. Yeah, there's I, some root beer there. A little bit. I think what I'm smelling that's bourbony is the root beer. Mm. But then there's definitely I smelled apple too a lot. But the apple probably overdoes the orange. The flavor's really subtle, like really subtle. Yeah, which I think is why I like it a lot because our like cokes and yeah, and it's stuff not are like and it's not overrun it's, with sugar. It's not super sweet at no. all. Right. I'm into it. Yeah. I really like it. So what would you say? Mm. How would you rank these? So I think I'm going to go with the chips for me as number one. Mm-hmm. The uh, snow glitter snowflakes as number two. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go with the popcorn because okay. I actually really liked that. Yeah. Um, then the plop. Plop. The chocolate Santa. The skin tome tar. Skoom tome tar. The... The gut chewy Santa's over there, yeah. Um, the Biscoff, um, these little fruit dreidel things, they were okay. Uh, the Kit Kat, and then the 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 diamond, the the uh, peppermint candy cane cookies, and then probably last would be the pretzel because I'm just not a fan of gingerbread. Sure. I think I would go the chips number one. I'm gonna do the trocadero. Oh, okay, okay. Number two. All right. I love the trocadero. I'm into it. Maybe I'll go online and find some more. 
Um, number three, I think I'll go, I'll go the plot, number three. I'll go the candy cane, number four. The milk, number five. Uh, the popcorn, number six. The Kit Kat, number seven. The pretzel, maybe tied for number seven. Mm-hmm. Um, then probably the gummies. I'll do the gummies and then the... The other uh, gummies. And then probably the Biscoff last, just because, yeah. I mean, I've had Biscoff. It's Biscoff, it's, right. Yeah, Fine. I gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah. But uh, it was all good. I, this is the first one where I've eaten everything and, like, thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it's everything I can eat. Yeah. Some of those other ones sent me stuff I couldn't right. sure. physically yeah. eat. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think this was a pretty good, a pretty good, like, worldly... World holiday box. Yeah. World holiday sample. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, not every place has, like, holiday stuff that they do. So, it's good to see other places that do different holidays or have different traditions and what they eat. Yeah, for so, sure. And yeah. I wish the one thing, the one Christmas thing, I guess, or holiday thing, or whatever you want to call it, right, that they do, especially in England. I don't know if they do it in other parts of Europe. I'm assuming they do, but but specifically England, because I do watch um, several English eating type videos, you know, Beard Meets Food and some other ones. But uh, they always have a special, like McDonald's comes out with festive items. Subway comes out with festive yes. items. All their their Greggs and their grocery stores have these these grab-and-go festive items. Um, you know, Burger King, KFC has festive items. I'm like, yeah. where is where are my festive fast food items? Um, on the, the Food Insider, they did like a thing where it was like three I ha- different I countries. haven't watched it yet, but I saw it. Well, was spoiler it? alert, U.S., they like... Italy and Britain have like tons of stuff, and the US will be like, We have one thing, right? At the Burger King, um, we it just sucks, don't have anything here. and especially like, it does. like, like McDonald's has a chicken Big Mac, right? I would eat the crap out of a chicken Big well, Mac. Well, and like Subway, I'm not, I'm more of a Jimmy John's person than I am a Subway person if I'm gonna get a, a sandwich like that. But like, I was watching somebody's video, I can't remember who it was, but like, Subway has some kind of festive sandwich that's got like brie on it and like mm-hmm. cranberry cranberry uh, jam or jelly or whatever and stuffing and I'm like where I would eat this and their Costa like their version of like their big coffee place in England Costa always has like a ton of stuff yeah they had like McDonald's in England had like 47 things and then they flipped over to the like America girl and she was like we have a holiday pie and honestly it's not great. Just get the apple pie instead. Yeah, they got like, I mean, they got like these chicken burger things, but like everybody, this one video that I watched, like this guy had like, he he had like 20 different items from different places and like all these sandwiches that had like, you know, your stuffing and, and all that kind of on yeah. them that were like holiday themed sandwiches from fast food places. I'm like, where is this? People would eat this. Uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> I would eat it every day. I'm super jealous that they get those kind of menus over there. Yeah, me too. And we don't get anything. Yeah, they were talking about, somebody has like a really cool like holiday thing from KFC and then it cut to America and they were like, we have holiday themed buckets that you can get your chicken in. Right? Yeah. (laughs) 
Let me see if I can maybe find some things here. Actually, you know what? Um, I'm going to hold on to the history. I think we're gonna we're gonna skip the, oh, the yeah? we'll skip the hinky history okay. um, for this episode um, since we had so much to talk about yeah. and so many things to eat. Right. Uh, and I promise you that this hinky history will keep. It'll be okay. okay. It's not Christmas themed. I will tell you that. Well, it's not holiday it's themed. Evergreen. Yes, it is evergreen. Um, let, let, let me see if I can find some like great. Yeah, find Britain. some examples to round us off here. Yeah, holiday. Um, I wonder fast. if Beard is going to do, Beard Meets Food is going to do his annual run around to all the fast food places in his town and get the holiday stuff. Oh, yeah. He does that usually every year right before Christmas. But Let's see. Okay. So this is from the, the standard. And this is Christmas Menus 2023 Festive Food from Pret, which is one of their convenience store, mm-hmm. grocery store things, to Oaxaca, which I guess is another convenience store type of... So Greg's, which I which I was talk, talking about, it's like a grocery store. They have a festive bake, Christmas lunch baguette, vegan festive baguette. It's got like, and their 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 festive baguettes have like uh, turkey, onion, sage stuffing, gravy. They got festive drinks, orange mocha, Ooh. right? Interesting. So let's see, Pret, which is also let's see what they got here. Now let's skip them because we don't have them in our country anyway. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Heard of that. Uh, Christmas drink ranges, which includes toffee nut latte, eggnog latte, caramel waffle latte. Yeah. Hazelnut crunch hot chocolate. <laughs> Just the way you said that. Sounds- well, it's because I, I want these things. Like, okay, KFC. Here you go. Here we go. Adding a festive twist, so they have a stuffing stacker burger and a stuffing stuffing ta- tower burger. So in England, just FYI, anytime they talk about a burger, they're also talking about chicken. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't call it a chicken sandwich; yeah, they call it just, a chicken burger, a chicken right? Burger, yeah, yeah, but it's a chicken sandwich. So adding a festive twist, the burgers include some delicious Christmas flavors such as sage and onion stuffing, as well as a spicy cranberry sauce. I would totally Same. eat that. And it's available until January first. I mean, so McDo- what better way to ring in the new year? McDonald's um, released their Christmas menu, a stellar list of five festive classics, such as the indulgent cheese melt dippers, which I would totally eat. Mm-hmm. Galaxy McFlurry, which has like uh, chocolate in the bottom of it. Mm. Galaxy caramel pie. Can also get your hands on the chicken Big Mac, I want the chicken Big Mac. for just four pounds seventy nine. Oh, it seems like a steal. Yeah, I think so. Seven hundred dollars in America. Uh, let's see. Subway has the Brie Sub Melt, a warm sandwich topped with streaky bacon and runny American cheese. I want to eat that. I would eat that. Yeah, I do love a good Brie. Yeah. So, see, I mean, that's just some of the offerings. Yeah. Why don't we have that? Because <sighs> behind the times, man, we're just behind the times. How dare you, America? Get it together. Bring festive fast food. Make festive fast food great again. Yay! Yes. Or just make it great in general. At all. Yeah, at all. Sorry, not again. It never was, but we can make it be. If only you donate now to our cause. Send Sarah and I to England. Yes, we we have a... We've got to go fund me. We will go on a reconnaissance trip, and then we will bring back... Our thoughts. <laughs> GoFundMe.com slash, uh, I don't know. 
Hambrin. <laughs> it's the Hambrin fund. <laughs> That's a separate fund just for me to yeah, eat Yeah, to ham. eat ham. <laughs> yeah. The hot ham water. Oh, well, this has been a fun episode. Yeah. There's a lot of good snacks and a lot of good stuff we did in between. We were, we've been busy this month doing all sorts of fun things. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's, before we end out, we got to talk about what else we were drinking. Um. I had a winter spiced cranberry Sprite. Mm-hmm. Tastes like Sprite. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't. I think this is a new fizzy water for me on the show. I don't I've think I've it. had it. Um, John got it. I don't know why, but sometimes he gets things and just to try. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But I snagged this one. Uh, this is the the Walmart fizzy water strawberry flavor. Okay. It's not terrible. I, you know, most is it artificially. Well, yeah. I mean. It kind of is, mm-hmm. but it's not super overpoweringly strawberry. I mean, you get the strawberry, right? It's fine. Okay. If you like strawberry, I would suggest to get it. Okay. It's not like crazy strawberry, like mm-hmm. that strawberry Dr. Pepper. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, well, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Like you said, we had fun. Is this it for 2023? I think so, Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. the next one, the next one we record will be January officially 2024. Yeah. 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 Stay tuned for that. Fun. Um, yeah. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at HungryNKY. You can send me an email, HungryNKY at gmail.com. We have a blog. I occasionally post pictures of that on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Uh, don't go to the Twitter. I've never tweeted there. You you um, always you, you always like the GBS tweet when I put when I or you you like retweeted or or whatever you do but you don't I like, like yeah you just like it yeah that's what you do on there yeah <laughs> I stalk people gently on there and then like some of Gary's tweets um and then I screenshot others that I think are funny um but it was my Twitter um your Twitter could be different um we have a website if you want to see some vintage blogs bbneats.com. And then, uh, yeah, find this podcast wherever it is that you find your podcasts. All and right. then where we find you at. On the Twix, at GRLS for Sport, Beer Sports, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're everywhere. Good podcasts are free. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrated last week. And then Happy New Year. And we'll be coming back at you in January. So... Uh, thanks again for listening in Hungry in Kentucky, and as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.